that's probably true about that pressure shit, but like I, I don't know what to say about Caitlyn, but if you think about Caitlyn, she is kind of like the right kind of LGBT person where it's like, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm doing me. Like, regardless of like her... But those her, people her, don't her speak up, though. Well, I was just talking to Aaron, uh, Aaron the other day saying, like, you know, what's the LBGT equivalent to Uncle Tom? Because, like, I don't know if you heard this, but Caitlyn's still riding for Trump. And it's like... Yeah. And it's like, that's like, that's the equivalent to Conan. <laughs> like, or whatever they say Conan is, like, that's the equivalent. Because it's like, I said, but that shows me that y'all cause is way more important than this other shit. Because she should be getting dragged for that nonsense. Yet, yeah. the weed, Colin, uh, if someone go against Colin Kaepernick for some shit, and oh, this old coon and that, da 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 da, like, nah, nigga, kind of do got a point, but we just go right for the dragon instead of supporting the movement. I didn't there feel like I missed, missed something on the whole Colin Kaepernick shit. I know he's been a hot subject this whole offseason and shit. I'm like, it, it's to the this point, nigga was a great my player. Early argument. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, he had a little stance that white people didn't like. And not him free agent. Fucking pick him up. See what he can do. It ain't that fucking big of a deal. Well, or not if you don't want him. Like, it's just like, this is my argument. This is my shit. Is if y'all keep saying that the NFL is racist, why you want your soul brother number one to fucking play for the racist? Like, Saying, you know what I mean? Like you saying that the gang that they these are racist people. You know, they often hear owners of slaves, owners, but y'all so adamant about him being able to play. It's like, so should should he play for races? <laughs> like that's why if you have another son, put him in baseball, nigga. You don't even have to worry about it. Baseball do not give a fuck. At all, nigga. You can shoot your wife and I don't give a fuck. And like, shit, can he play? <laughs> can he win? <laughs> this nigga, uh, Aradis Chapman, shot his gun off. Police report everything. This nigga missed, I think, a game. They got 182 games a year. He missed a game. <laughs> he shot his gun in his mouth. Police report everything. They don't give a fuck. This is the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Bro. New week, new episode every Thursday. Well, in this case, it's Friday. We're a little bit late. Uh, make sure you go over to Google Music, iTunes, Podbean, wherever you stream podcasts. And subscribe, like, all that. Kind of Famous Podcast. Also, man, go over to the Facebook page. The Facebook page is where you go when uh, 
anything that's relevant to the show, that's where it'll be on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. K-I-N-D-A famous pod P-O-D. Make sure you go over there. And while you're on the interwebs or you're on your phone, have it have you browse the uh worldwide web. Go over to arrowfilms.com, A-R-O-W-E, films.com. That's my personal website. That's where you go. You know, that's the hub of everything. You can get to the podcast from there. You can watch all my uh, magnificent films and things that like of that nature that I've done, uh, were the ones that are free. Um, and any little project I've been working on. Also, you can get the book Wi-Fi Rock Bottom, something about meth, which, like I said, uh, I made the announcement on the, um, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I don't know. But um, at least I did a post about uh, the fact that, you know, we in deals right now to um, be officially published as a book instead of self-published. Um, that's dope. It's kind of awkward and weird now because of some of the conversation that's being had that I know this type of shit, this type of conversation that's had behind the scenes, behind you know, just putting a book out is just words on paper and the front, back cover, and then you just promote the hell out of it, make some money. But um, you know, some particular things, you know, you, you watch out for libel and all that, which I think we're we're fine um with that. But, you know, really my biggest deal is like, will the money be right? Cause, you know, if if they could do a good job selling a bunch of books, but then my return ain't no different than if I was so have the books for the price point that I do it for now. So if it won't make a difference, I feel like I'm better off uh, doing it myself because after the first release, I kind of understand. I don't, I, I'm not in that world, but I understand it a lot better now. You know, I, me, I'm a, I'm a sponge. So like something I don't understand that I'm getting into, I want to know everything about it once I get into it. And so, like, some of that obsession and the way of thinking, I think now I'm like, okay, I know what to do. I, well, I know what to better do than I did before. But anyway, that's where you can get the book because we got it on Amazon as ebook and paperback. Um, I also will be doing the audio book of it, working on that second edition. Also, uh, man, I, I just invite y'all to read the post about the book uh, being published uh, because I also talk about some other things that I'm looking into doing um to enhance this book and i'm pretty sure some people won't agree with it but um it's an idea just something i'm looking at right now um so hopefully i don't i don't make too many people mad about it but while you're over at arrowfilms.com you can go over go and go to the merch section and outside of the book, you get them clean ass people collectors that people always see me wearing. But also there's other merch there. You can get the t-shirts, you can get mugs, all that. I do all that through the Redbubble um, partnership site. So what that does, man, whatever y'all buy, whatever I get from that, I put into the show or to another project. So it's not like I'm just out here hustling y'all for this, for this. I'm trying to take the fact that I give free content and a lot of free content that if you want to spend a couple coins with me, I can flip that back into making this thing even better. Uh, so that's what that's about. Uh, I also got them kind of famous podcast T-shirts on the Redbubble site. So feel free to snatch up uh, one of those if you want a clock or a sticker, whatever it is. All of it helps. So go ahead and uh, go over there and do that. But let's see. I got everything. 
at the break, I got the kind of famous, uh, what, uh, social media, kind of famous pod, K-I-N-D-A famous pod, P-O-D, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Podbean. That's the main site. But really, I need y'all to go subscribe. I need y'all to go subscribe. I need y'all to hit the reviews or whatever it is. That's helping. The show is growing, but I understand. Like, I'm watching the numbers. I see that people like listening to the show. The numbers are going up. Um, also, what we did, I, I, I combined the show with YouTube. So it's a lot of YouTube clips uh, based on the show. I'm going to start doing a few things different with the show on YouTube as well. So I'm just, we growing, man. We growing. And this is episode 30. Um, now, I talked about it being late. Look, so I'm kind of, it's hard for me to repeat shit twice. So I already recorded the show. But this week we did a special as well um you might see that on itunes and wondering why it's like two shows this week well i did the uh efc six evolution fighting championship six owned by dave rickles i do a lot of the video work for um the event is coming september 2nd uh can't start casino you get tickets at Ticketmaster. um so we're doing special episodes and so we did a special i saved it we put it out and for some reason, I thought that the new show, the official show for this week, I, I thought it was the same show. So I deleted it. And when I deleted it, I didn't realize to the last minute, like, oh, duh, that was the other show because we're doing two shows this week. So I deleted the original show. So today I'm recording this episode. And as soon as I'm done, I'm putting it up because, uh, man. So, like, yeah, I've been recording a lot lately because I got these interviews and plus the special. Yesterday, I, I did another one of the um, EFC specials uh, that'll be coming out on Monday with Cody Carrillo, who's fighting for the lightweight heavy, lightweight championship belt against Josh Pfeiffer. And it was a good one. We talked about a lot of the, the original was good with Dave and the play-by-play announcer, Big Will. But this one with Cody is a little bit more intimate. And there's a lot of revelation that happens there. Get we get deep, and then we just talk about fighting, some of the controversies that come with fighting. So it's a good episode. If you're a mixed martial arts fan or you're an MMA fan in Wichita, I think you should just check that episode. When that drops on Monday, you should check that out. I know it's not like I do a lot of these like MMA things, but it's just because I'm I'm kind of in it now, and because I'm in it, it's easy content to make because. It's easy access for me to get that. And so it's just kind of, I've just meshed that in to the show and a way to use it. So I'm going to do other specials. I got, hold on, let me go on and say this. Sometime in October, I'm thinking, I'm going to do a, uh, I'm working on doing a live show, meaning a show with an audience. And it's going to be that Black Men Seminar that we talked about. Uh, me and Big Sam doing the 444 episode, episode 24. Um, and so what we're going to do is uh, I'm calling it Black Men Don't Cheat. I understand. I understand. So don't don't fire, don't get fired up yet, but Black Men Don't Cheat. That's the name of the seminar. That's the name of the uh, I I'm Kind of Famous podcast special. Hopefully this coming in October, somewhere in the middle of October. We're going to do it uh, with an audience. Um, at a venue and it's gonna be i think it's gonna be dope it's gonna be the first time reaching out doing something like that so it's coming 
Um, I, I'm gonna be short on details right now because I'm still working out the best way to execute it. But I know the general theme that we're gonna be doing, obviously about relationships. And I understand I haven't talked about relationships on the show yet. <coughs> Excuse me, but we will. And when we do it, we open the door that we don't close. All right, so that's coming up soon. Um, what else? I think. But anyway, yeah, I deleted that episode. And I was like, man, I know I gave an episode, but I want to give an official episode still. So, boom, I'm here. We're doing this show. I'm putting it out. So it might be a little raggedy because I'm not going. Like, I don't like to repeat the same thing twice because then when I'm thinking, like, damn, did I say this before? It, I get off track. So we just flying. We just flying. Now, some, some subjects I'm going to bring up, like, for instance, I don't want to go too much too further man i might just be telling stories on here today but um rest in peace dick gregory um civil rights icon black icon black intelligentsia um you know paved the way for a lot of people because of being a part of the civil rights movement so gotta give a big you know shout out rest in peace to him also resident conspiracy theorist um i it, see here's my hang up sometimes when things happen um at my age i know who dick gregory gregory is um comedian and all this but i don't know dick gregory like that and so i'm always entertained by like when young people especially people younger than me um are out or start to really celebrate these old kind of obscure names because it's like, you don't really know shit about them. Why are you acting like so deep about it? Like, I get, like, honestly, for the most part, more people today, at least in my age bracket and down, know Dick Gregory for some of the conspiracy stuff he's talked about. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, uh, he, he got some things about Bill Cosby and then what the white man is doing. And if you listen to it, it do sound pretty damn convincing. It sounds really good. Like, and he's bringing a logic there that is sometimes missed because we like to sensationalize so much, th- so many things. And every time I saw a Dick Gregory on Vlad TV, a Dick Gregory thing post on Facebook, I, you have to watch it because it's so engaging and it's so smart. And you know it's going to go left. But somehow he makes it even in that. And that's what I like sometimes. Like, if you listen, like, I'm, I love conspiracy theories. I don't believe a lot of them, but it's some that I really get into. Um, uh, and I think the biggest thing about some conspiracies and conspiracy theories is that. Theorist, I should say, is that a lot of it is rooted in some truth. And it's how you blur that part of the truth that isn't, you know, is all speculation and conjecture. But the problem sometimes is when you believe in the conspiracy, you can't hear anything outside that conspiracy that you believe. Because now it's no longer about proving the truth, getting the facts. It's about making the conspiracy work. And I think a lot of people get trapped into that. Like, for instance, um, flat earthers, like people believe in the flat earth uh, or that the earth is flat. It's like, all right, 
once they believe it, they're locked in. So there's no amount of information now that I can give them to say that the earth isn't flat because they've already, they're already convinced. They already did whatever research that they claim to have done and validated to tell them that it's flat. So short of taking them out of into space and seeing for themselves, they will still say that it's flat. And, and, and whatever they show you is to validate their point. So you can't introduce anything to these people to say that they're wrong because they already convinced they're right. That's probably like, that's the only problem with conspiracy. Like to me, the, I, the conspiracy shit that I believe in is like, or not even believe in, I'm interested in a lot of it, but like, I, like aliens, like aliens, like, and for me, the conspiracy and cover up that goes with it has very little to do with like the government and this, like this and that. It's more like, it's just so interesting that, we don't know but feel like the intriguing nature of it is what gets me into a conspiracy like harp harp is like this thing that's about uh weather control like that is interesting to me like can we do that or and like i'm it's not and, and so it's not so much about proving it true or not it's just the fact that it's so interesting that i could i would want to look that up the illuminati the um what else is out there um um i'm just thinking of the ones that like gets me sometimes um some of the new world order stuff which is a part of illuminati uh uh child sex pedophile ring like shit like that is interesting because there is some truth in t or, or like the uh the uh uh brainwashing shit the uh um uh, manchurian candidates things like that because some of it is rooted in truth. And if you follow these breadcrumbs just a little bit, you may find yourself somewhere like, yo, I, I get, yo, that shit right there. Yo, like, I know I just said that thing about the child. Sex. Like, that's one thing. That's one that's scary to me. So scary. That I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I don't even want to break down, like, how much sense it makes, even though it's ridiculous. Like, actually, I will just a little bit. So take, let me see, how much time are we on here? I'm just telling stories anyway. I just need to make it to an hour for y'all. So we're going to do this. All right. So like Jared Fogle, Subway dude, right? So he get taken down for getting child porn, right? So he getting taken down for child porn. He's been looking up child porn or whatever it was. He was buying this shit, right? So he bought this. They caught him on like buying porn and having a fucking computer full of this child porn shit, right? Now, if you buy something, there is a seller. <laughs> so if there's a seller, that means that seller is also either making it or getting it from someone. You understand what I'm saying? So like, if Jared got caught for this thing, how come it didn't go further back? Like, why didn't we hear Jared Fogle taken down from this and then 17 other actors who participated in this child sex, whatever, trafficking of pornography were taken down as well? Now, and if it was real, right? So he got it. He bought it. 
they bought it from somewhere. Someone's making it. All right. So, how is it all this can happen before the fact, and then you got all these, like, somewhat celebrity-type people always getting pulled down for this? Like, that's just crazy to me. Because you never heard of anybody as just Jerry, the subway dude, had all his child born, but he got it from somewhere. And he had a fuck ton of it, according to the reports. So we ain't never went back and find out, like, where, because you would think the way that we, everyone is like about pedophiles and sex trafficking and all that kind of stuff, uh, human trafficking. All that, that that would be some that would be so big that it should it it should dominate news. But they 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 caught him, they convicted him. That was it. I don't know, man. Don't have me getting fucking locked up behind some goddamn conspiracy. I'm just saying. It's just like like there's one where like, but it's so but but like even that. Now that's just Jared. You think about all the other people. And and you can almost do the same thing all the way back. Like, I'm done with it. Anyway, um, but Dick Gregory, uh, you know, he had these conspiracies. And again, like, if you follow it good enough, it, it starts to make sense. Excuse me. Um, but rest in peace to him, man, because really outside that conspiracy shit, he did write this, uh, a book I did start reading several years ago just off the title called Nigger. And um, he also was just like this civil rights pioneer, man. I remember watching this interview a long time ago and they, they just started replaying it. But like him saying, like, if it wasn't for the civil rights movement, it wouldn't be women police officers. It wouldn't be women um, executives that like like just them fighting for civil rights made it so you can have a woman police officer, a woman, so a female soldier like black white or whatever like that opened the door for it meant everyone had an equal opportunity to pursue these different things and also get them like man that's why you need to like that's why it's deep you know what i mean like him being a part of it like the jesse jackson's the al sharpton's all these people regardless of how we look at them today and their foibles and 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 lacks and losses like in the end of the day they was out there fighting for some shit that i ain't had to fight for today you know what i mean like for real and i be hearing motherfuckers talk about like what we going through now so much worse than what they went bullshit bullshit because back then that voice if it wasn't happening you 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 had to just be like you deal with it nigga deal with it now, the voices are so powerful, so much bolstered, so big, and, and 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 other people, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, they all, we all can fight on each other's behalf because of the civil rights movement. We saw what that looked like. And so, it ain't always about the, the messenger. Sometimes it's just about the message and making that shit happen. But um, we're going to move on. So, um... What this weekend? Good sports weekend. Well, football is in full effect preseason, 
Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm trying to get a sports show together. I'm trying to get somebody on. We're going to talk sports for the hour. But uh, Kyrie Irving, he about to he, – he gone from the Cavaliers, which – I don't know, man. LeBron, LeBron is low. Like motherfuckers love LeBron. I ain't finished it on LeBron completely. LeBron is low key like a, uh, uh, he's a cancer. Like now nah, I don't want to say cancer. He's like a, uh, a pneumonia. You know what I mean? Like you, you fight. Like he come through, do what he do, and then niggas just get to dropping. They be gone. Y'all, it be looking like love. <laughs> it be looking like love, like a motherfucker. And then they be like, man, fuck this. And, it's just like a chick, a, a fine chick that had, they got a lot of boy, like always in a new relationship. Like, hold on, man. If you so fire and so bomb, why you always got a new nigga? Why motherfuckers always leaving? Why you always, like, you know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing consistent around you ever. And you so great. But anyway, that's the NBA. That's the big news of the NBA uh, right now is Kyrie bouncing. Football season in full effect. They fucking with my boy Zeke. You know what I mean? Like my Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott. You know what I mean? Like they they trying to they trying to pull the rug out on your boy. Now understand me when I say like, hey, I personally feel like I don't know how much I want to give a fuck about what's happening off field versus on the field, and that's just me keeping it a hundred. Like because it's just like you 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 put. To me, let a man go through the whole process off the field between lawyers, being convicted, being sentenced, all that. If he get convicted and you want to drop him, cool. But until then, it's football as usual, yo. Like, that's a they contractors, man. I don't know, man. I get We're going to do this on a sports show. But that's Zeke. You know what I mean? Hopefully, he can appeal it and be ready to go at least by game two or three or some shit like that. He might have to miss that first game. I get that, even with the appeal. I get that. But uh, hopefully by two or three, because basically they, you know, the NFL decided that Ray Rice crime was a whole lot less worse than, not a whole lot, but marginally less worse than what Zeke is accused of, or the reason why they uh, conduct detrimental to the league, as they call it. So whatever. But bigger than that, the spectacle of the fucking weekend, uh, Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. That's the big one. That's the big one. Um, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? If a nigga want to go boot, you know what I mean? If I want to boot or if I'm going to go hang out with some people and see what they talking about with it. Because, I mean, it's a big fight. You know, you want to see it. Personally, I think, man, look, that goddamn hype got me. I ain't gonna lie. It's supposed to be a fucking travesty and and beat down. And it got me. Because, man, Connor was out there talking that talk. And I ain't never seen, I've never seen Mayweather take no, take no, 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 no L on a mic like that. Because he, here's the thing with Mayweather. Mayweather, like that little dude who's always talking shit, really wasn't cool. He wasn't like a nigga that anybody like. He came around, you fuck with him just to fuck with him, but nobody really liked him. That's like Mayweather. He the kid who came through out whenever he talked shit, he said like a hundred words. He said he was talking more than everybody, and he never let whatever, whatever, whatever go. He just kept going, going and going and going. Like, damn, nigga, all right, fine. Like, 
you'll let him win because he wouldn't stop, just to give him to stop talking. But he was never cool. No one really fucked with him like that. And his pops was rich or some shit. His pop had a little paper. So you fuck with him because he had a little paper on him. But, like, he never really had real friends. That's how I look at Mayweather a lot. Talking that sh- like, because he, just the way he talked. And the justification that he make for shit is like, fuck y'all, it don't matter, I'm rich. Like, don't nobody, that, that's not an argument. Fuck y'all, whatever, I'm undefeated. All right, but you didn't fight. Whatever, all right, man, you win. All right, forget you, you, you undefeated. Cool, fuck it. That's kind of how I look at Mayweather. And McGregor was like the cool white dude who talked good shit. And when he was up there talking that good shit, kind of polarizing, one, the audience, and then neutralizing anything Mayweather could say. He could talk about money. It was like, I'm such and such age and got and done more than you. Or it just sounded good. Maybe it's the accent, too. But then I'm saying how seriously, like, Connor is taking it. And... The fact that he don't have a lot to lose, like he's expected to lose. So whatever happens is actually good. Like he can go out there and just throw flurries of punches and it wouldn't matter. And if one of them land, that's amazingly great because he he's he's fighting a person who followed into his purpose, didn't get touched very much. The hype got me, man. The hype, I'm there. I'm I'm with it. I want to know what happens. I want to follow it. But that price, though. I'm going to be honest. Like, we two days out or yeah, however many days out from the fight. <clears throat> but the hype, the hype was good. But it ain't selling because it's a spectacle. Don't nobody know what's on the undercard. Like, you don't know who else. Therefore, all I know, it, that might be the only fight. They might run all six episodes of the fucking uh, Floyd Mayweather show. What they call that shit? Like behind, that behind the scenes show. They might run all them episodes and then say, all right, here's the fight. There's no, like, it's a spectacle in itself. And that price tag is so fucking steep, yo. Like, and people know it's Mayweather. He not going to go do no crazy shit. He could. We'll see, but he ain't going to out there do no extra shit that he ain't done that ain't work for him. And McGregor's expected to lose, which is pretty, like, he's the underdog. Don't get me wrong, but you would think that the betting on this would be so lopsided. It's almost 50-50. That's the crazy shit about it. It's almost 50-50 win or loss on each end. Three to one? Ain't, that's not a lot. Compared to like, like, or, oh, yeah, three to one odds, I think, as a, is he three to one or five to one or some shit like that? Like, you would, like, he's supposed to mop him up. Matter of fact, it shouldn't even go to the cards. But three to one means that it could go to the cards, that we could be in for 12 rounds. That's amazing to me. But with that, um, it means it's a good-ass drinking night. Now, look, I'm not a big drink. I'm not a social drinker at all. Like, I like wine and shit. Um, wine connoisseur, I would say for myself. I love. I like it. I like it as a, as a chill. 
You know what I mean? Just give me. You know, I don't like buying it at the at the at the restaurants and shit like that because they be ch- selling that cheap shit like like it's an expensive ass bottle. So I don't fuck with it because I can. In some cases, you could tell a, a a cheap that barefoot shit. When I be on the gram, I see bitches like drinking wine and they got that barefoot shit. Get your regular ass on with that barefoot bubble ass bullshit. Put something real in that goddamn glass. Now, don't get me wrong. It's some, like, cheap, like, that relaxed shit. It's shit cheap as fuck. But it got, it's pretty fucking solid. And I can tell you where to get some good-ass cheap wine and, and have a quality taste to it. Like, Coppola. Coppola makes some good-ass cheap wine or cheap alcohol, period. Personal favorite is that Sophia. They got a Roscato that's um dope. Got a Moscato that's dope. Shit. They got a, uh, not Chardonnay, uh, Ziffendale that's pretty fucking solid. So, but it's a drinking day. Now, I was thinking, man, I remember one time when I was a kid, my uncles, man, my uncles, I'm going to say this for the, for the, for the, for the joint and keep it all the way 100 alcohol. Like, there's one reason I don't drink like that because alcoholism running my family and I don't want to get caught out there slipping. And man, I swear, man, I got the I I got my uncle, my uncle and, and cousins, man, they get to drinking, man, they be on some other shit. And I know, man, they gonna probably get together for this fight and be on some other shit. I cause my man, my my uncle come in and act like everybody owe him liquor. Like, like, like the party was for him. And y'all was supplying him liquor. Everybody come in with their own drink, their own cases of fucking Beers and shit like this come in. Hey man, what y'all got? Y'all got something to drink? Y'all ain't got nothing to drink? Come on, man. Let me get one. What you got in there? Y'all got a little hand. Come on, y'all got a little hand, baby. Y'all, let me get some of that. You gotta let me get one of them cups. I got some cups. Put ice. No, don't get me. No, 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 don't give me too much ice. Just, just fill up the bottom. I just need a little bottom of that ice down there. Come on, baby, put something on in there, man. Come on, stop acting like that. Don't don't be acting like that, man. Come on. Put something in the cup. But fuck it then. Give me the cup. I'll go get it. Yeah, damn. Now, y'all ice maker work. Oh, y'all just got the bags. Hey, where the bag at? Go out here, put something in the goddamn cup. <laughs> Shit. How your uncle doing? Huh? Oh, you talking to your daddy? Nah, man. Hey. Hold on, get, hey, hey, Junior, give me one of them napkins over there. Yeah, that goddamn napkin, man. That where goddamn alcohol at? I got some alcohol, man. Goddamn, man, what? A, man, y'all got some motherfucking hurt jerk. Them goddamn NJ, baby. I got no NJ. And I know y'all got some crown work. Now this ain't no. How y'all gonna be sitting here eating some goddamn chicken wings, some hamburgers? I ain't got no crown in this son bitch. I don't know. Y'all ain't got no crown. Y'all ain't got no motherfucking crown, baby. Y'all ain't got no crown. Come on, man. Y'all, goddamn, nigga. Y'all make it hard to drink with y'all, motherfucker. Shit. Y'all ain't got nothing in here good to drink. What you got? Huh? Where your dad? Your dad? You, now, your daddy, he always got a trunk full of that shit. You know what I mean? He always, he go out there by the whole thing. He got, you know, he know the man to drive the trucks. Always got a few. Oh, let me see what your daddy doing. Be right back. Hey, you, 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 your mom and them doing good? All right, now, shit, she's still working up there at the, at the center. 
Okay, yeah, goddamn shit. I ain't, man. Junior. Hey, man, what you got? You got a little something in your trunk, man. I know you got some of that good shit, man. I've been trying to get some goddamn NJ all day. You got some ground in there, man. You got a little money of ground, maybe some 2020. They ain't got no dog. God damn, y'all, some cheap motherfuckers. They ain't got no dog, man. They ain't about to get some dog. Get some of that 20 twin, man. Shit. I ain't, I don't want no beer, man. I want something dark. God damn, man. I want something dark. Shit. Come all the way over here, man. Y'all ain't got no Jack. Got no Jack Daniel, man. You got no whiskey. Man, I can't eat these. You know your mama. That, yeah, hold on, man. Let me ask you one quick question, though, man. I know you ain't got no liquor, man, but you got a little reefer. You ain't got no reefer. You got a little reefer on you, man. Man, I ain't, man, I ain't smoked no goddamn bud in goddamn two, three months, man. It's hard to get some motherfucking reefer. Now, I don't want no cush. I don't want none of that old, that scientific goddamn weed, man. I want some motherfucking, man, you know, man, I want some regular weed. You ain't got some regular weed. You ain't got no regular, come on, man, you got some regular, you think your boy got some weed, you don't know. Cause I know I man, every time I see that motherfucker come around in that goddamn caprice, he'd smell like a whole bag of goddamn shit. I just want a little weed, man, a little weed, and you get some some crown ball and some weed, man. Look, hey, check this out, man. Check this out, man. Now I ain't gonna ask for nothing else, man. I know you said you ain't got none. Can you give me twenty dollars, man? I'm gonna go over to the liquor store, try to see what I can get, man. Just let you get a little, little twenty dollars. It's Come on, man. Just a little $20. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, nephew, man. Come on. You ain't got no $20 for me, man. I can't go there. Give me a little something to drink. Trying to eat with y'all, man. Come on, goddamn. I come all the way over from Fort Worth to hang with y'all. Trying to be around my family. This is how family do with each other, man. You ain't got no alcohol for me. You ain't got no goddamn reefer. You know I want a little bud. I'm asking for $20. I can't get $20 from you, man. I'm going to give it back to you, nigga. Come on, man. Thank you. Shit. I'm grateful, ass nigga. Yeah, like a nigga ain't babysit your goddamn stupid ass. Huh? How you, man, I know your son got the goddamn book came. I tried to read the book, man. He using all them big ass words in that book, man. Yeah, like he too, goddamn collegiate motherfucker superstar. Shit, Nick can't read that shit, man. Tell him, man, next time he come out with a book or something, put some smaller words in that bitch, man. All right? Tell your son to say hi, man. I know he out there got them cans making them movies and shit. Tell him put your honk on the movie. Huh? Yeah. And that's probably how this fight gonna go. I don't want to drop the name, but if you my family, you listen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Come on, man. Y'all niggas make it hard to drink with you. He said, make it hard to drink with y'all niggas, man. He never bring no alcohol with him. He drinking everybody else's alcohol. And he ma- and we making it hard for him. Nigga, you making it hard for me to want to drink. Y'all niggas making that hard. Anyway. But yeah, I can see, man, that's how the fight gonna go. <coughs> Goddamn, fuck my throat up. <laughs> Y'all niggas make it hard to drink with you. Come on, man. Get a nigga twenty dollars. Anywho, um, let me see, man. Excuse me. 
Um, man, look. So I've been doing a lot of uh, sessions and shit lately. My um, doing all this fucking photography. Hold on. First off, before we get into that, let me drop this on y'all, boy, real quick. Um, now clearly I know y'all been hearing these damn promo spots in the beginning. Uh, um, EvokeTouch.com, man. Now y'all get out here for this fight, man. Now it probably ain't gonna get there by the time the fight drop. But you know you won't get out here with this night out collection, man. This night out collection that they got, uh, with Evoke Touch Touch Body Works, man. What I'm calling the Black Bad and Body. You know what I mean, this is a, we talking about handmade products from a black owned company. That's what I'm about. I like supporting. I like supporting small business. I don't want y'all to think that if you're a small business, I'm not gonna fuck with you. You know what I mean. If you're a small business, I'm going to mess with you. Holler at me. But uh, EvokeTouch.com is where you want to go. E-V-O-K-E-Touch.com. Now, I personally use the uh, Perfect Gentleman Lotion. Man, it's, uh, it smells so fu- It smells so fresh. Like, for real. Like, it fit. <clears throat> and what's crazy about it, the way that, like, it glide on the lotion itself, man, it almost make it fit, make your skin feel a little, it just bring a little something. To, it just feel different, and then on top of that, it smell good. It it lingers a little bit, but it ain't strong. It's kind of like like when you when you walk past old uh, a cat that got just enough cologne on. It's just like, dang, he 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 leave behind, but you don't, you're not offended by it. Like, man, who wearing all this dang cologne? Just enough to make you say, man, what is that? Smell like that? That's what that? That's what that? Uh, Perfect gentleman lotion. I think I said this thing. This thing was a perfect gentleman lotion is, but this night out collection, man. This inspired by the weekend, and this weekend we got some good sports going on. But in general, any weekend, hell, weekday if you want to, it's a scent made for the night on the town, man. It just it make you feel like you want to go out somewhere. You need to get that, man. It softens and nourishes your skin with the Dead Sea salt. Honey and shea butter included in it. Go check it out. Go over to evoketouch.com, E-V-O-K-E-Touch.com. Go look up that night out collection. You see everything that come with it. You're going to want it. And the man, it's a luxury. It's a luxury look without that price, man. It's a good price point. And matter of fact, I make that price point even better. Get 10% off if you use the promotional, uh, promotional code PODCAST10. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-10. One zero podcast one zero podcast ten. That is the promotional code. If you go over to evoketouch.com right now, and that's on anything, not just the night out collection. That's anything in the shop. Use that promo code. And man, let me tell you something. This is skincare that's so natural that you can eat it. But don't. Alright? So get ready for the night, man. Make that night move. Working on a night move. Working on that night move. But anyway. I've been um, I've been uh promoting. I mean, I'm gonna be doing a lot of shooting lately, man. I've been having a busy, busy month, and uh, cause someone want me for this, someone want me that, and one thing, man, you cannot can when you this is the spot that I prayed for and asked for, so it's hard for me to complain about it. No, actually, it's real easy for me to complain about it because I do complain about it, but it's like the fact that I'm in so much demand makes me happy. But it also is a burden because people don't treat you the same way. When, because everyone, like, every, you, everyone acts like you owe them 
and that you're very necessary. No one, no one has in the in as of late, no one asks me if I'm too busy or if I got something going on. It's like, hey, I need this. Hey, can you do this? Hey, you think you had this tomorrow? Like, no one because they're so used to being familiar that they don't wonder. Like, and they see all the work that I'm doing, but no one ever asks. Like, man, you busy? But it is what it is, man. I I, I wanted this work. I love creating. I love making shit. But this weekend. Oh, not weekend, but this past week, I'm a I'm a babble a little bit because I actually had to shoot a couple of days ago. Now I ain't been I I got like two hours of sleep in forty eight hours, so I'm a little beat uh, because I I had to do an interview and do this and do that. So, but anyway, um, speaking of uh that, I got a DM on my gram. You know, somebody asked me. I put out an offer like I would shoot with someone if they wanted to shoot. Because I had someone canceled. So I was like, shit, I'm out. I done got my goddamn mouth together to shoot something. And then they gone. Man, y'all make it hard to work with y'all, man. But uh, <laughs> but they canceled. And then uh, somebody hit. And I put an offer out there who wants to shoot. Now someone hit me up. A couple people hit me up. But this one hit me up. Just like, how much would it be to shoot? Blah, blah, blah. So we talked that part out. And then she's like, um, um, I tell her like the way that I shoot, the way that I think, how I approach the situation. And she's like, um, you know, where, where do you want to shoot? I say, Hey man, we can do it this way. You come to my spot. If you got a spot that you want, um, to shoot at, or if there's a location based type of thing, we can do that. Like, just let me know what it is you're thinking. You know, what, are, what are you, what's your look like? What is, what is it? you're going for um what do you want to see like this these are normal questions i ask because i want to get a feel out and then like i got a folder full of photos of inspiration photos or whatever they're like i send the models i'm like i right, look through that you know send me a few things that you dig and some ideas that you think you may like and we'll see um you know how we can approach that and what you got what you looking at how you want to see yourself how you want people to respond to these pictures that sort of thing and so she didn't go to the photo. Bam. She sent me a picture of something that she wanted to look like. I'm like, all right, cool. There's a chick, a uh, black chick, um, on the bed, basically some boudoir shit. She on the bed. The she wearing a white bra. Bra is see-through, so you see some nipple action. You got, you know, she's wearing um thong underwear, bed type situation. So this is basically the look. She wanted to do something with some revealing energy to it. And um in that boudoir feel so she wanted to feel sexy she wanted to feel like this whole thing cool bam so i'm like all right i can dig it i can dig it i see what you're trying to do here um uh you know where were you thinking like where did you want to do this or or whatever and she was like well if we could use, use your place that'd be cool I'm like all right whatever i mean i didn't shot in my place it's not like a big deal i gotta i flip my place around pull up some fucking backdrops if need be open some windows move some beds whatever so <clears throat> I'm down. I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. Um, she was like, Well, your offer was for this weekend, but um, could we do next weekend? Because I'm only in town until whatever time. I'm just like, Yeah, 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 cool. Uh we can do next weekend. Cause I I mean, I ain't got shit planned. That's fight day, and I'm trying not to like fill up my day on the fight night. And plus, I got these other commitments I need to get done. So it was just like, cool. They just opened me up. They take everything I would have did, pushed it back. I would have worked on all this other shit. 
blah 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 words 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 whatever whatever so <clears throat> she then um so then we let i let that shit sit because it's like boom we shooting this next saturday uh blah 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 so then she asked me later like hours later does she need to bring anything i'm like shit yourself like whatever like whatever you want to wear i generally i like to keep shit not not natural but like whatever you feeling let's just go with that an outfit is an outfit to me to be honest like especially when you just really want to be half naked like it don't really matter what the fuck it is you put on just we'll get to what you're trying to get to and so she asked do i need to bring anything and i don't know man i let the word like for some reason I never asked, I asked the question that I never asked. I've never asked the model this. Um, at least I don't think I have. If I have, maybe once or twice. And I'm sitting there, and so I said, well, this. So I, I started explaining the mood of my shoots. Like, how do I progress through a shoot? How I like to kind of command things. The fact, like I say shit, like I, I you know, I kind of ask this question while we shooting. I have this sort of style and technique. And I want you to feel a certain way. I like the vibe. I like the energy, blah, blah. And then I say, um, by the way, uh, how old are you? Now, she looked young. I mean, and which isn't strange. Like, she looked young. But, you know, you present me boudoir shit, see-through shit. I, I assume that you you are good. You're good to go. And... So I'm like, man, how do you? Because I'm looking, I'm like, see, pretty young, not not too young, you know what I mean? But it was like, it was like, I never asked this question. And then God came down, start to speak through me, start to speak through me. Because he recognized, he recognized that the devil showed up, that the devil wanted to play a part this week in my life. Now, I got some great things coming up. I told y'all about this book. I told y'all about publishing. I actually got a speaking engagement here in the next month. Then I got another networking, investing thing that people might be putting a little, little paper into my situation. So I got some great things coming up. God wanted to test me. God, well, somebody, the devil wanted to test me. You know what I mean? I said to that devil, I said, look here, devil, I rebuke you. Cause this ain't happening today. And God said, let me step in. Let me intervene. Let me get in between. Let me not get involved. Let me show him the way. Let me give him a lesson that he needs to learn before he make mistakes that may cause repercussions where he can't come back from. And so I asked her how old she was. She says, 17 is that a problem uh bitch yeah uh brb <laughs> so i was like hold on is it a problem because i'm not shooting porn you know what i mean like i've never i never had this situation before so i get on the google machine because that's what google's for again a google thing i'm looking it up boom 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 um um boudoir shoots with minor boudoir shoots with 17 year old like i'm looking this up and i'm just looking around just trying to see uh like i'm researching because i i asked my photographer buddy and he gave me a suggestion like well if her parents want to do it, i'm like mm -hmm, okay so i'm looking it up looking it up and then that's what i see 
consent, consent, consent. And I'm just like, that just don't seem right, though. <laughs> like, whose parents is going to go allow them kids to go shoot like that? So I keep looking. And so I said, well, what? And then I started to see things about minors. I said, all right, what makes someone a minor? Is it federal, which is 18, or is it local? And so everything says, like, you can't shoot, regardless of consent, you can't shoot a minor in a certain way because the laws supersede uh, child pornography laws or whatever it is, supersede consent. All right. So I'm like, all right, then what's a minor? And it was like, it's local. It's based on what a minor is locally. Minor in Kansas. Google it. Bam. Uh, Alexa. <laughs> uh, and it says uh, 17 and under in Kansas is considered a minor. Went back to this motherfucker. Oh, nope. Cannot do this. Not at all. Not happening. And I was just like, and I suggest that you not do a shoot like that until you have uh, of age. I'm not sure why you want to do this shoot right now. If you can wait. And see, I'm going to tell you, because she told me she wasn't going to be here. She was only going to be here till September. So I'm just like, well, clear, like I use the context clues to help me figure out age. You know, how long you worked somewhere or um, something like that. School has started here. So if she's leaving in September, then to me, that's all right. There's I don't know what the fuck it is, but it didn't say high schooler to me. And. It was just one of those things was like, yo, I could have fucked up so bad. By not by one question. The devil showed up to fuck with me. At a time where I definitely don't want him to show up and fuck with me. Now I don't know shit like that. And so she was like, well, no one. Um, I mean, it shouldn't really be that big of a deal. I'm like, look, I'm not playing that game. I can't do it. I'm sorry. So uh, you can come back to me when you are the right age. And at that time, I'm probably going to want to check your ID. And then um, we can shoot them. But like right now. I, there's no way I can't do it. And she was just like, okay. And I was just like, yo, man, that was fucking. And I go back. Don't get me wrong. I screenshot that whole goddamn conversation because I was like, you know what? If this was a setup, I need people to know. I don't want her to edit shit. I want people to know that when I found out this wasn't proper, I was out. I was done. I was gone. No games played. I am not the game. You know what I mean? Like, you tell me something ain't right, I'm out cool cooling but i've never asked that and then i go back to the conversation i'm looking at the conversation like man now everything just look like a set up to me like from hello hello what you mean hello the fuck that mean officer officer child well what are you up to bitch what i'm up to is not going to jail that's what i'm up to now what you need to be up to is them goddamn books study take your ass home got me out here Got me out here about to get fucked up, man. Which, yeah, now, you know, obviously the lesson learned now is that maybe that's the first question I need to ask instead of just waiting and and assuming that I'm, um, that the information that I have, like, that my, my, my ability to look at someone and tell that they're old. And I, like I said, she looked young. And I did my own vetting process. Shout out to Facebook. 
Because, you know, most of the time, this is what I do with a model or whatever. I go, I try to see what they look like on Facebook or whatever, like what the energy is, if they a real person or, um, you know, I worked here, Twin Peaks, whatever. I like to try to figure some things out on my own so I don't have to ask, you know, these real weird questions. But And with her, I did the same thing, but there wasn't no content there. No, no school. And some people just got a private, more private lockdown Facebook page, which is understandable. So because I couldn't really find shit about her, I was just like, all right, whatever. But I'm glad all in one sitting, all in one session that I didn't have to worry about Chris Hansen fucking coming in with a fucking box of cookies talking about, uh, hey, hey, have a seat. What, what do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? Do you know how old she is? <laughs> Uh she, uh, she told me she was 21. She told you she was 21? Um, are you sure? Um, okay. Well, here's a transcript of a conversation you guys had. And right here it says, hey, silly, I'm only 14 years old. Wasn't about to have no situation like that. Wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna have this motherfucker telling me, hey, you're free to go. I'm not the police. You can go if you want to go. And I go outside. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Nope. Wasn't going to have that shit. Not I. Not today. But, um, yeah, man, that was a close one. Um, And, man, that's just a mistake you don't want to make. And granted, man, let me, I'm going to tell this and then we going to fucking cut the fuck out of this, uh, of the show for this week. I remember, man, I was at work and I had a coworker, man. We just like uh, we working at we working at this at, at this house or whatever, and he goes uh, and so like the neighbor little Asian girl comes out wearing tights because that's what everybody wear now, the little tights um um, like a a wife beater type tight t shirt as well, and so she comes out. He's like, man, look at that, and like I look over and I look back. I say, uh, no, I will not look at that. He's like, what do you mean? She's Look, she's hot. I said, uh, man, that motherfucker like 16, 17. She's like, and he goes, hey, man, if she's 16, I'm 16. I'm like, well, no. If she's 16, you a pedophile, you dirty motherfucker. Like, and he's young. He's like 23. He was 23, I think. Like, no, no, God damn it. Like, that, that's, that's, a, that's trouble. And it's not even so much that he, like, looked at her with lusting eyes it's the fact that even after you go she's young he goes oh is she if she's young then i'm young what kind of nasty mother and what's crazy is like what he's saying ain't too much different than a lot of people man i'm just not that guy it's too much grown-up pussy out there it's too much i shoot with too many beautiful people to even like no it's just not happening and um i remember man it's this book or documentary i think it's a book and documentary actually um it's this fucking um that's what it was i was listening to the sword and scale podcast it's a true crime podcast by the way if you want to talk true crime with your boy man i'm looking for someone in to do a true crime show with man i want to talk that I, I like cases and shit but anyway um you know uh anyway 
And it was he had a guy on. I can't remember his background. But he wrote a book or did a documentary. I believe it's a documentary that said all men are pedophiles or some shit like that. And his logic was that the only reason we feel this the way that we feel about something being a crime is because we've been conditioned in this country to feel to go, oh, she's 17. She's out of my bracket or she's 16. She's out of my bracket. But there's some countries where like they've determined that when a girl starts her menstruation cycle or whatever it is, that now they are ready to as soon as they're ready to make babies, they're ready to have sex. And so if they're ready to make babies, they're ready to have sex. Why do we have this arbitrary number? Which I understand some of that logic, but to me. Knowing what you know about a 17, 16, 15, 14-year-old, and you're a grown man, late 20s, mid to late 20s, your sexual maturity, your mental maturity should far exceed that one's because they don't have true life experiences. They're still in grade school. So listening to that man talk basically said to me that, no, all men aren't pedophiles. You are a pedophile. Because you want to make this concept acceptable that because other countries say that as soon as you're ready to hold a baby, as soon as you're ready to have sex or menstruate, that you're ready to be in a relationship with an adult male who's been through enough now to know that, damn, when I was 14, I didn't know shit. Like, seriously. So it just like that's a weird thing to me, but I can't say it. That was the first time I heard the whole if she's 16, I'm 16 shit. There's memes and shit. There's, you know, different ideas. Like granted, they like you can see some six, some younger, some high school juniors and seniors that look a certain way. You can see some um, college freshmen that look a certain way. But we have created something that we have agreed upon as the stipulation. And that was probably made by mature people that understand that, like, at a certain age. Now that I'm 30 or whatever, I look back and go, there's no way. Like, you can't even hang with a 20 year old, like, at a certain age and feel comfortable. Like, damn, this little young, dumb motherfucker. So let alone a 15, 14 year old. But, you know, motherfuckers just justify that shit how they want to justify it. Look at Tiger. Tiger and uh, Kylie Jenner, one of the Jenner girls. This motherfucker risked his whole life fucking with this little girl. And they got together. I mean, and she grew up and, and, and she got a makeover and all that kind of shit. But he was fucking with her when she was a little girl. Before the transition to... Whatever the fuck she is, I go <laughs> Whatever all that goddamn surgery goddamn going on her face. But I guess it is what it is, man. Don't do it. Leave it. Let the God, let God speak through you. You don't believe in God, then just walk away from a young motherfucker. But anyway, 
We made it to an hour. This is the I'm Kind of Famous podcast. Make sure you go to SoundCloud, Podbean, um, Facebook, whatever uh, kind of famous pod, K-I-N-D-A, famous pod, P-O-D. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, go to the uh, uh, YouTube, Arrow Films YouTube page, youtube.com slash Arrow Films, and find the Kind of Famous podcast channel. And then watch some of those videos. Until next time, tell your mama I said hi. So in light of you being kind of famous... <laughs> Why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?